addition, you can grow up to six plants in your home for personal nice. use. Well, hallelujah. I mean, you know, do you smoke weed, John? I don't I don't think you do, do you? No. I mean, I no. have, but no, not, not anymore. Yeah. I cannot for the life of me fathom why anybody would be against pot. Like, okay, you might say, well, it's a gateway to other drugs and all that, but if it's illegal, it's still going to be a gateway to other drugs. It doesn't right. matter. It didn't stop anybody from smoking it. Says here, New Jersey is hoping to be selling legal weed by August. Good. Let me Let's ask get... you something, John. Do you know about the the um, what's going to happen to people who are still in prison or uh, you know serving They're time for released. drug offenses that involve they marijuana? Will all be is that true? Well, I what they what Jeff just said. he said they will all be released, but I don't know about that because if I you were will. dealing, no, I heard you... that on the news. I heard that on the news that they will all be released. Well, they should yes. be. Well, because that's what's happening it's in not... some other places, like in Colorado, people are still locked up I, for now something seen, that is I, legal. Well, what about a dude? That. What about a guy who was moving tons of marijuana across state lines with planes? You know, I'm talking about a big time drug dealer. A big I would dealer. think. Right. I don't know that they let him out of jail. I don't know. Well, I'm not Maybe talking about those people either. I'm talking about just the guy who, you know, a oh, little infractions, a little bit, or you know, he did whatever. Yeah, they gotta let those people out. They gotta. Well, the other thing about New York is 40 percent of the tax revenue is going to go, you know, to the state. So. That's why legislators are excited because it's going to mean a lot of money for uh, for New York State for sure. I am I'm so glad to see this. I can't tell you because I you know you know I was thinking about this too. I know a bunch of dudes who still you know buy weed from their dealer and they have a real personal relationship and friendship with them. And I've heard that even in California, there are some people who still prefer to buy weed illegally like in other words through their local little dealer guy do you think that that's going to change or i mean i would go to a store in two minutes because i'd rather get that package you, really you nice leave that guy in the lurch his his business Absol- is is just gone now fuck him fuck him <laughs> let him go work in a weed store what would you do gary well i, I will tell you this i've never bought it I, I mean in ages i haven't bought it illegally but i have bought it legally in california and i'll tell you this I, so I bought like uh, I said, hey, I need something for my shoulder. When my shoulder was hurt, they said that's twenty bucks. And then I said something to help me go to sleep. They said that's twenty bucks. And something else that's twenty bucks. So I'm thinking, okay, sixty bucks. I get up to the counter and they go like, okay, that's one hundred and twenty eight dollars. And I was like, what? It's like taxed at an insane rate. Oh. It's, like, it's super super expensive, but it is good quality. So so what you're want, saying what? is, people still might buy it illegally ah, to get away hmm. with taxes. The taxes yeah. were ridiculous how much that, you know, the state charges a lot of tax. That's how they can, you know, rationalize telling the world that they're using it for education and all other stuff. Hey, Jason, and, you buy a lot of weed. Maybe you would continue going to your weed dealer because you don't want to pay the tax. No, I actually, I, I understand what Gary's saying about the tax. To me, it's worth it. It's so worth it because the the choices you have and the control over what you're getting and exactly what you're putting in your body and what form it, it, I I pay 
please, they're underselling it to the guys like me. So I understand the type, but I do worry about my weed guy because I will abandon him for a, a stool. <laughs> have you, have you asked your, have you asked your weed dealer what his plan is in life now that yes. uh, weed is, uh, what, what does he say? Yes. We'll move on he to goes, harder uh, drugs. You know, I'm not, he's not too worried about it. You know, shockingly, he's very laid back and, uh, right. uh yeah, he's not a weed that, <laughs> he's yeah, a weed yeah, dealer. So he's very, <laughs> yeah. but, but I keep saying, I'm like, dude, if you like, let me know, I might be willing to, cause I like him. Like, on, I, I've had the same weed dealer for over 10 years. I cannot tell you how rare that is. Most of these guys, they come and go, I you know, know, they don't show up, you know, right. you talk to them every day oh, for, they're for six unreliable? months. But this <laughs> guy, they are. they are the most reliable guy on time, where he's going to be, when he says he's going to be with everything, you know, he's, he's great. So I said, if you've ever looked into investing in a legal business, either in New Jersey or New York, let me know. Maybe I'll invest or help out or, you know, I like I want to be a part of it because I'm worried about. Well, here's right. a guy clearly who knows how to run a business. I mean, he's yes. there every day and uh, he serves his customers, which is what you really need to do. How much money a month do you think he was spending with him? It's a, he's I know exactly how much. And it's it's fucking embarrassing to say out loud. What is it? <laughs> Seven hundred a month. Okay, and that's what? and that's with a discount. Yeah. All right. So if it's seven hundred a month, now he yeah. wasn't clearing the seven hundred. I imagine he's got to pay off somebody when yeah, he yeah, buys yeah, the yeah. weed too. So what do you yeah. think his profit is a month on seven hundred dollars worth of weed? On just from that, I mean, he probably clears three hundred. I would imagine three hundred a he, month. Yeah, he probably takes about four hundred worth of weed and sells it for almost double. I'm guessing. I'm assuming. And, so. and he gets three hundred tax free on that because he ain't paying taxes. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what his filing system is. Uh, uh, yeah, right. I'm assuming he's not paying taxes. On that. <laughs> right, you're not giving his name, so. Yeah, I mean, decent, I, I said, decent, he's the most important de- person in my life. Right, so, decent business. So on the legal, on the legal, sorry guys, on the legal side of things, it says New York will start automatically expunging the criminal records of individuals with certain past marijuana-related convictions, and cops will not arrest or prosecute anyone who possesses three ounces on them. But I don't see anywhere where right. it says it's going to now release people from right. from jail. But it does right. get off your record, I guess, if it happened in the past. Yep. So, Jeff, are you excited? Because I know you love weed. Are you going to, like, go to this store and buy weed? Um, I believe so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I would like so to. So your weed guy better look for another profession, too. Yeah, I mean, who is Jeff getting weed oh. from? He's got Jeff's got to get the shittiest weed because he has no money, right? Well, I mean, you don't. I, did you have good weed? Really, yeah, you can't really buy shitty weed anymore. Mm-hmm. Even if you wanted to, you can't buy. Like when I was a kid, I remember buying a bag for seventeen fifty, right? And um, it would be. Stems and seeds. Yes. All stems and seeds. I remember rolling joints and there'd be like the paper would rip because all the stems would like just cut through the paper. Yeah. I had the shittiest weed. And then you'd be smoking it and it would be like a firecracker was in it because the seeds would pop. The seeds when you would were... pop. Yeah. And it was like yeah, in my face. Exactly. It's like and I a never. And there were times I would smoke a whole one and I was pretty sure I wasn't high. I mean, I don't, I'm not even sure what I bought. I just thought it was cool. I had to smoke too, and it would give you a headache. Yeah, I um, I preferred bad weed because I'm so paranoid on good weed that bad weed was perfect for me. I look cool, 
I had, you know, if a girl came but over, you never I could, got really high. <laughs> no, I, I was, I, I never ever got high from it. And I was, I was good. I was good with that. I liked it. I just wanted to look cool. Oh. I call it right. headache. Right. All right. Okay, Jeff, thanks. Howard. Hey, Howard. Yes. Yes. Please leave me on hold so I can okay. listen to the show. All right. Hold on. Thank you. Why he likes to do that. To listen to the show because he's special. It's Jeff the drunk. <clears throat> this is a great version. Godsmack doing a little take on Led Zeppelin. Let's enjoy. What else we got to do? Guy's got that drum down, huh? What a good song. Good time. Very Bad talk. Yeah, not easy. I once tried to sing this song. It wasn't easy. <laughs> you think it's a little harder? I hurt myself. <laughs> You're a girl who's becoming a boy? <laughs> my, uh, my son was uh, born a girl and now identifies as a boy. Wait, you got a when you got a son happen? you got a son who was gonna be a girl and then he went back to being a dude? No no no. The boy was born <laughs> no, a no, girl. No. Yes. Right. Yes. But say it again. Right. Take me through it again. So my my child was born female and came out to me a couple of years ago as being transgender, saying that he wants to identify as a boy. Okay. Oh, that's it? So, oh, I thought there was more to it. Well, I just wanted to know no, how, no, old, no. Uh, this hap- mean, how old was your child when this happened? 13. Okay. Nah. So how are you handling it? Are you and, being cool about it? Oh, my gosh, absolutely. I mean, it's my child. I love them. Like, I'm never not going to accept him. Um, you know, I mean, if you murder somebody, that's a different story. But right. um, for being transgender, no, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. In fact, we just started uh, hormone therapy about three weeks ago. I like and... all these uh, religious assholes who really, they're, this is their new issue. They used to be anti-gay. But they gave up on that because everybody's like, who cares? And then, like, now they're they're all hung up on transgender. And, again, they're on the wrong side of this thing. Who cares? Well, just absolutely. I mean, right now, we just found out that uh, there's some woman who's spearheading legislature to make it illegal for minors to get hormone therapy. Like, parents are going to be reported to family services. Doctors are going to lose their licenses. I mean, my son was suicidal before he came out he was hospitalized well and that's what these religious happy, happy son now that's what these, these that's what these that. religious idiots don't get when their own kid has it and they see a kid who's slipping away and they're about to lose their kid to suicide then maybe they wake right. up sometimes they don't even wake up to that sometimes they never uh, wake up that's yeah, never they, wake I mean, up. Uh, they know, banish their children continue to like ignore his daughter after she came out as gay i mean no. i i 
will never understand that kind of me neither we gay transgender let it all ride dude it's not affecting you it's just affecting the person who's going through it just don't be so fucking uptight that's it i mean if they're happy and healthy and well-rounded what business is it of anybody else's you you hit it right on the head heather i'm proud of you thank you everybody's all uptight well i don't know why everybody's in everybody else's business it's none of your business it's fun i guess Oh yeah, to, to to try to make somebody miserable and yeah. and uh, force them into suicide—that's their version of fun. If that's if that's how you get your kicks. They like it. They're evil. I know, well, and they think they're not. That's the best part. I'm so sick of so-called religious people who don't act in a religious way. You know, like well, the Pope I thought was like easing up on things and then he announced that the church was not going to be performing gay marriages because they can't marry people who are according to the bible that they believe in committing a sin yeah he likes doing that that pope he likes fucking with you he likes going yeah 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 yeah. you know gay is good gay is good and then all All love is good yeah all love is good and then then all of a sudden he gets some kickback you know he gets some sort of uh uh, you know, feedback that things yeah. aren't going well. They're like, you know, down in you know Central America, they're very upset with you. You know, they're leaving the church in droves. It's no gay marriage. <laughs> um, hey, Jim Bob in North Carolina, what up? Hey, man. Uh, you know, Michael Rafford, he, he doesn't deserve to be let back on the show by you if he doesn't call in about this Durant thing. Well, that's interesting take. Michael, if you don't call in, you don't get to be on the show. That's when it. All this You're shit off the show. And I like I mean, that. He's popped up his career for you know, a couple of years now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better call in. Yeah, now he's in the news. You better call in. Uh, that's he's right. He's doing other interviews high with TMZ, and he's not going to oh, call yeah? you. That's he not, did I a TMZ so, yeah. interview? TMZ. Well, they probably I mean, caught him on the street. <laughs> that's a TMZ. Something. Where was that from? That was from Twitter. They're probably, oh, okay. you know, maybe a publicist or something prepared that. Who knows? Listen, he'll call in at some point. Get the, We'll get the scoop. Yeah, so I was uh, laying in bed last night watching uh, American Idol. And Beth was Beth, Beth's getting into it. She's watching it with me. And then she goes, Ryan Seacrest looks so handsome. He looks so good. And I go, I don't want to hear this. <laughs> you know. It's not that Ryan Seacrest is a bad guy or anything. I mean, I've met Ryan Seacrest. He's very lovely. It very seems sweet, nice, you know, but I do not like people who, you know, they just, they're just like, they get to announce because they're good looking and they don't even have to get down in the gutter. Like they just have nice careers and they make a ton of money and they're good looking. So they get on TV. So I, I get right. people keep giving them jobs. You know, it's like Ryan. It gets a new job almost every yeah. day. Somebody's offering him something. It's annoying. It's just <laughs> annoying. He didn't do anything wrong to me. It's just annoying. And then, like, my wife goes, he looks really... I go, honey, no, he doesn't. He does not look good. I think he needs a haircut. I was like, what's well, wrong with his hair? Well, no. <laughs> Beth goes, I like his new casual look where he's oh, not really? all super groomed. <laughs> and I go, oh, I see. Because, like, I guess he used to color his hair or do something that mm-hmm. was very strange that she didn't like. And it was always yeah. what they call kempt. 
She's like, I like his messy look. He looks a little, you know, he just looks more like a man, more, you know, more put together or something. Not put together. I don't know, messy. That's what she said. And I was like, oh, what are you going to tell me now? He's a great broadcaster. What do you, whoa, 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 whoa. She goes, I just think he looks good. I got all upset. I'll tell you who looks good. I don't give a fuck what you say. Who? Lionel Richie. This motherfucker is 71 years old, and he moves like a young man. I see him. Like he, when Katy yeah, Perry he, gets up and starts dancing look around. like he's stiff. When Katy Perry gets up and starts dancing around with uh, Luke Bryan. Yeah. Lionel's kind of like odd man out. So he gets up and he starts, you know, doing the cha-cha or whatever the fuck it is he does. He does like <laughs> one of those Commodore's routines. And I got to tell you, the guy moves for a 71-year-old guy. He moves pretty good. He moves real good. And he looks good. I mean, I know he's had faith. I would done. never have guessed he was 71. Right. Exactly. He, he wouldn't know what he is. It's yeah. like you look at me and go, what the fuck is he? I know he's been around a long time, but I can't tell right. what his age is. 71. I looked it up because I was like, man, this guy's on a good roll. I mean, look, eventually something's going to get him, but right now he's doing great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, I'm doing really great. I'm on a good roll. Well, he's he's like showing you 70 could be good. Yeah. You following this story with this dude who is the, I guess he's a congressman, but they're saying he oh, might have sex Gates traffic. guy? Matt Gates. Yeah, Getz. yeah, of course. Who? How could you not follow that? Is his name Getz? It's Bernie Gates, Getz? I thought. Gates, Gates. Yeah. It may be. With a Z. <laughs> G-O-E-T-Z. Uh, my name is Gates. What? <laughs> no, it's not, you dick. Yeah, I don't like that guy. I'm glad they're... Uh, I didn't like it before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So nothing's changed. Republican Congressman Matt Gates. He's being investigated by the Justice Department over sex trafficking allegations. According to the New York Times... He, he possibly had a sexual relationship with a 17-year-old girl and paid for travel over state lines. That's where they get you. Now, how come you nobody know. can pin this down? They, it's possible that this happened. Yeah, because it's possible he also paid others for sex. I know he didn't pay me. <laughs> no come one's on, ever somebody. paid me for sex. How about some, we know he did it. He says the allegations thing. are false and that it's a plan to extort money from his family. I don't know exactly who's doing that, but. Then yeah, he's also he being. Said they wanted $25 million. I was like, your father's got $25 million? Wow. <laughs> I didn't know congressmen can make $25 million. If you're making $25 million and you're a congressman, you're up to some nonsense. Well, he said it was his father they were trying to oh, get the money from. Oh, I see. And I was like, well, what does your father do? He's also being accused of showing nude photos of women to other lawmakers. <laughs> that must uh... be fun. That's just around the office. Is that a crime? <laughs> if it is, lock Ronnie up. <laughs> Didn't I have to yell at Ronnie for doing that? That's right, several times. Yeah. A few hours after the accusations came out, where would you go if you were Matt Gates? You would go to Tucker Carlson because he'll, you know, of he'll course. have you on. Fox News was your place. Meanwhile, Tucker was trying to do the guy a solid and give him the softball interview, and then this guy Gates is such—he's so not a man's man that he. He, he tried to throw Tucker Carlson under the bus during the interview. Right, tried to drag him into it. <laughs> during the interview, he brought up how women made allegations like this against Tucker in the past. Meanwhile, it was nothing like that. But here, no. listen to this. this is, 
He tried to deflect by throwing. Like, dude, I'm having you on my show trying to help you out here. You know how this is, Tucker. It's happened to you. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Tucker was like, what the fuck? And I believe we are in an era of our politics now, Tucker, where people are smeared to try to take them out of the conversation. I'm not the only person on screen right now who's been falsely accused of a terrible sex act. You were accused of something that you did not do. And so you know what this feels like. You know the pain it can bring to your family. And if the FBI and Department of Justice will release the tapes that they are in possession of, the American people will see what is really going on. You just referred to a, a mentally ill viewer who accused me of a sex crime 20 years ago, um, and it, of course it was it was not true. I never met the person, um, but but I I do agree with you that being you could tell Tucker was shook up. He's like, dude, I think it's a little bit different. He wanted to probably say like, I got accused of something by someone I never met. Yeah, you're in a different boat. Don't put me in that boat. <laughs> And then I think later in the interview, he tried to say that Tucker and and uh, he went out with this yeah. girl and him to dinner. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he wasn't done. He tried to implicate <laughs> Tucker in the crime he's accused of. Like, like listen to you this. Remember? He goes, Tucker, you know, you went to dinner with me. And Tucker's like, what? What is the basis of that investigation? What is the allegation? Is that really not very clear from these news stories? Yeah, again, I only know what I've read in the New York Times. Uh, I can say that actually you and I went to dinner uh, about two years ago. Your wife was there, and I brought a friend of mine. You'll remember her. And she was actually threatened by the FBI. I I don't remember the the woman you're speaking of or the context at all, honestly. (laughs) This guy's like, he won't stop. He's going to get Tucker involved with him no matter uh, what. Tucker's like, hey, dude. I'm trying to help you here, and you're fucking me. Tucker, you know the girl I fucked. She was old. I, I brought a recall. woman to dinner with us. You yeah. remember her. I brought a woman over 18 to dinner. <laughs> Come on, Tucker. Didn't you used to high-five me when I showed you nude pictures? <laughs> Boy, if I was Tucker, I'd be like, I'm never having this guy on again. Yeah. I'd be like, hey. Dude, same team, asshole. <laughs> he hasn't even gotten into an interrogation yet, and he's tried to drag mm. everybody down. With yeah, yeah Tucker, Tucker backed off. <laughs> I think Tucker's more like sort of worked up about Pepe Le Pew and um, oh, Space oh, really? Jam too. Yeah, <laughs> he's missing Pepe yeah. Le Pew. Yeah, everyone's missing Pepe Le Pew. Turns out Pepe <laughs> Le Pew was like a rapist. Uh, isn't that what they're accusing Pepe Le Pew of? That skunk? Yeah, like he was inappropriate yeah. with yeah. the females, always. He always was. That was his <laughs> deal. He was never appropriate. Right. All I know is when you're a conservative and you get invited on Tuck, on Fox News, Tucker Carlson show, you, you know, they're, they're throwing you a softball, dude. This guy right. fucked it up. They're trying to help you out. You know what it is? He's trying, you know, the only guy who can get out of this shit is Trump. And they're all trying to figure out how to be Trump Jr. You know, they're trying to figure out, like, like Trump would be like, you know, Tucker, this is all fake news. This is the media trying to get me. I never met me. her. I don't know what they're I talking never, about. I <laughs> uh, never met this woman. I She's don't know not my she type. <laughs> right. 
Like, he'll tell you, I never met Stormy Daniels. I don't even know Stormy Daniels. I mean, you know, he, they paid her money, and he doesn't know her. Yeah, but he there just, are other women who have come for her. He goes, I would never have, I would never have sex with her. She's right. not my type. She's, she's too ugly. <laughs> he, like, he commits, like, even worse crimes just right. saying how ugly she is. <laughs> I don't fuck sevens. I only fuck tens. But these other guys, they don't know how to get it done. They don't know how to just, like, deny, deny, deny. Like, I remember one time I was like, Trump was like, She's a horse face. You know, I'm like, dude, <laughs> wow. But he, you know, people buy into him, you know. Hey, she's a horse face. She's fucking disgusting. I wouldn't fuck her ever. I have a beautiful wife. Fuck her. You know, he just knows how to, like, deflect, deflect, deflect. Like, he literally will say, I was the best president during COVID. I mean, and then they'll play tape of him saying, take a hydroxychloroquine. And people go, he was great. That's right. It wasn't his fault. Right. Nothing was his fault. No. And this and guy. he never did anything wrong. They can't see why everybody ups, is upset with him. Trump called Ted Cruz's wife ugly. Like, plain out just said she's ugly. And then Ted Cruz turned around and kissed his ass and just said, Ted okay. Ted Cruz then, said, bend over, Donald. Right. I'm going to eat your ass. <laughs> yeah. Donald, if you say my wife's ugly, she's ugly. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for pointing it out. I didn't know. I've wanted to say that all my life. Thank you, Donald. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for, for <laughs> finally reading my mind and getting word out there that my wife is ugly. Ted Cruz, John his Boehner, wife. who was uh, the um, Speaker. Speaker of the House at one time, he's now written a book. And one of the quotes I saw from the book was, fuck you, Ted Cruz. <laughs> right. I can't wait well, to you read know, this book. What it, you know. That, but this guy went on Tucker Carlson and totally fucked up. He did the no Trump move. He did like he, he got himself in worse shit, you know. Even Tucker to Carlson the, had to say at the end of the interview, uh, that was strange. Right. <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't work. Um, oh, this is exciting news that I want to share with you. Um, we have Oprah's audio book. The Easter excerpts from her really? uh, audiobook. Yes. And I know uh, we're all Oprah fans, especially after that wonderful Harry and Meghan interview. That you better think no it's one. wonderful. <laughs> oh, and I yes. agree with everything no. that oh, wait, Meghan Michael. Markle said. Michael Rappaport's on the phone. Then remind me to get to Oprah's. Okay. Uh, Mike. Yo. Dude, you are in a ton of shit. I never, mm. I mean, well, there was all, more Michael, there was more Michael, let me just say, there was more Michael Rappaport news this past weekend than I've ever seen anywhere. It's like you were the news. It pretty, pretty, pretty crazy, to be honest with you. Now, let me just contextualize. I just have to contextualize the phone call because I literally just woke up. So I haven't been listening to the show today yet. Okay. So I don't know what's been discussed or not discussed. So anyway, go ahead. I can tell you. Well, where, where, ask, me a, Ma- ask me a question. Interview right. me like all, I'm uh, Eric Andre. Okay. First of all, <laughs> oh, like you're Eric Andre? All right. Did you ever get anally raped by a ty- uh, like a, a, a gorilla? <laughs> <laughs> I was describing that scene to someone, and they were laughing so hard. Like, you've got to do this movie. That shit was funny. Yeah, really funny. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. I'm I'm literally just waking up. Michael, here's what I know. I explained it the best I could. First of all, 
you lost, uh, I said to Robin, you lost the T-shirt herpes case, which I knew you'd lose. If you had asked me, I would have told you you would have lost that because <laughs> you go back. Larry Flint uh, was sued for similar shit with uh, the religious guy, whatever his name was. Uh, you know, the, the the laws are very clear on this kind of parody. I knew you would have lost. Well, just to, just to be just to be just to be clear, and, and I, don't, I don't want to go. First of all, you know our friend Greg. You know our friend Greg, who's friends. With, you know, uh, Cuz. You call him Cuz. Our friend yeah, Greg. Of course. Okay. So, I, who, who loves having his name mentioned on the radio? Um, you know him. Yes. He. You know. I don't. I'm not discussing this because number one, that that case is like probably I think there's 16 tiers of it. And as far as the defamation, that part uh, uh, will be appealed. But there's literally 16 t- – we're going to trial. That's one of the things that in, in all the, the breakdown of that somehow got lost. We are going to trial. So that part of it got thrown out. But that was the smaller part. And I know that defamation is a hard thing to prove. But it was beyond just what you mentioned. It was things that were – you know, uh, beating women, you know, this is what the, this is what the, this is why the defamation came up accused of being a, a, someone who beats women accused of all these other things. So that's what inspires the defamation, but more importantly, and more expensive is a business part. Cause it was, a, it, it was a, I don't want to say anything that could sort of screw this case up, but it could. Right. So in no, other no, words, what you're saying is you could We're going be to trial about the business aspect of it. That's right. happening. In other words, they fired you for cause, and you're saying there was no cause that you didn't violate your contract. And, and beyond, and beyond, and let's say and beyond. All right, okay. So you're saying there's more so to the that. case, and the and the part that they threw out of court was a small part of it. That there's a lot more issues to be decided. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Then yes. I said, I found it shocking, bro code stuff, that you would release a private direct message to you from uh kevin durant because now fuck the bro code there's no bro code there's, listen, come on first come of all on. i don't know him i don't like let me just break the like the short history down we're not friends i met him once okay um you know he he reached out to me because i do a thing on social media that people love i think it's fantastic you probably would love it too it's fucking funny it's called the shame game in the last five years, I get DMs from strangers. Fuck you, you Jew, K-word, you N-word loving this. I'll get DMs like that. I'm going to find you. I'm going to kick your ass. Uh, your wife should get this. Your wife should get that. Uh, when I see you, I'm a- so we'll take the DMs, we'll post them, and then we'll sort of snap them, snap on them. We'll roast them. People love it. It's called the shame game. So okay. you know, someone will say something vile, and we put it up. Durant actually reached out to me because he loved the shame game. He wanted to do the shame game. We went to San Francisco. I met him for about an hour, an hour and a half. We did the shame game. He loved the shame game. We we actually did one. It's online. We talked about doing some business together. We never did it. Right. So that's the context of I of of me knowing Durant. I he reached out to me as a fan. I met him as a fan. Um in the beginning of the basketball season this year, and that that was it. I've never seen him again. I've never spoken to him again. I, I don't have his personal phone number. Uh, we're not we're not 
we're not boys. Like, I know everybody in the fantasy football league better than I know Durant, and I don't know everybody in the fantasy football league that good. You know, but I know why Bowie, would you, know, of all people, why would you be offended by what Kevin Durant direct messaged you? Because I played a clip. You do the same stuff. You know that. You you call Gary a not, not the friends. And and yeah. like and just breaking breaking the show, breaking the fourth wall of the show. You know, uh, you know, like me and Bowie sometimes. You know, we you know we push it too far, and I know I pissed him off, and and you know he might say things that I don't like. But at the end of the day, I could look at him and I, and I could talk to him like a person, and you know I consider him a quote unquote friend or somebody I'm friendly with, someone who I have normal conversations with. I don't know yeah. this person, so when you say when you say to me when I didn't say anything that warrants it, when I see you, I'm going to spit in your face three different times, and then on a random Tuesday you say. When I see you, I'm going to spit in your face, something, something, your wife. He caught me on a day where I was, number one, working. Number two, I'm moving. Number three, I was dealing with all the stuff of that, the, the, the sort of uh, uh, the disappointment and frustration of the case. And when you hit me on a Tuesday morning and say, when I see you, I'm going to spit in your face, something, something, anything about my wife other than your wife is gorgeous, your wife is fucking talented, God bless your beautiful wife. I didn't look at him as a basketball player. I didn't look at him as Durant. I looked at him as some cocksucker in my DMs threatening me and mentioning my wife, and boom, I put it up there. If I had known, to be honest, that it was going to turn into this five-day debate uh, uh, discussing this, discussing that, you know, who's right, who's wrong, uh, uh, turning into uh, is this racial, is this homophobic, uh, it's on CNN. It's in the fucking United. I never would have done it. So, you know, in all honesty, uh, I wish I hadn't done it. But at that moment, he was just a cocksucker talking, threatening me and mentioning my wife in the D, you know, like in DMs. It wasn't the context of things on the show. I don't like I said, we're not friends. I don't say, hey, Bowie, when I speak to you, when I see you, I'm going to spit in your face. And Bowie goes, oh, that's funny. Uh, or not even Bowie, like a real friend of mine. I don't call Here, like let me Greg play you. Say, let me Greg. tell you. Let th there's more details to this case than the OJ trial. So let me play you <laughs> what I played okay. earlier this morning as an example of you doing some shit talking. Uh, I, I mix it in oh, yeah. with okay. your Twitter rant. All right, listen Valid. to this and then and then comment on it. Tell me what you think. I don't consider him a friend. The way he was talking to me is not like uh, a person who was a friend. We gotta listen to this. Fucking yuck mouth, you dumb, filthy, disgusting, constipated, masturbating fucking gorilla. You fucking blistered fucking pig. I don't speak to friends like that. I don't banter with friends telling them, yo, when I see you, I'm going to spit in your face. And what happened today? I stuffed that fucking asshole. I opened that fucking balloon knot. That's me spitting on it. You fuck. I spit on your glasses. Now your glasses have spit on them. You fuck. That's not the way I banter. Uh, that's not the way I bullshit. That's not the way. Uh, 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 that's not locker room talk. Those are threats. You don't want to fucking answer my fucking phone calls. I know where you live. Like when you're out walking your dog, I could walk my fucking dog in the same neighborhood. Ain't no fucking rules against that. Look me up, cocksucker. Look me the fuck up. I'm known for that kind of shit. So, you know, 
what I'm saying is, I always enjoy your trash talking, but you is trash talk. Yes, that that's you. That <laughs> that's was, you. you sure that was me? That was you. I promise. I promise that was you. I don't that recall you. that. <laughs> I don't recall like, that. That's like Trump. Trump never recalls it. That was the stuff you said to J.D. and Gary during the, during the football Fantasy league or whatever. Fantasy football, yeah. Yeah. Really? I don't yeah. remember any of that. But, but maybe, I mean, it didn't, it didn't quite sound like me, but I, I, I don't know. Anyway. Um, I promise it yeah, was I, you. I, I understand. You're sure of that? I'm sure of that. Okay. I'm sure of it. I'm but, not sure. You know, okay. Yeah. Listen, I don't know what's going on here, but. You know, this guy, Kevin Durant now, is in, you got to pay $50,000 to the NBA. Granted, he's a rich guy. He can afford it. But would you ever say to him, hey, allow me to pay this. I got you into trouble. I'm sorry. Fuck no. You will not. <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't no. feel bad about anything that's happening to him. No, no, no. I feel bad that, like I said, I feel bad that the whole situation turned into this, like, yeah, like you were saying at the beginning, it is extended long thing, but uh, I'll be fine. There's been ramifications that I'll keep to myself on my end. Um, you know, you, I know you guys don't discuss sports. Uh, unfortunately, you know, he has a history of uh, that sort of stuff, social media stuff. And, you know, and like I said, at the moment, uh, you know, you talk about bro code and all that stuff. You don't mention someone's wife. You don't know my wife. I don't know you, and we're not we're not friends. It's not it's not the context of uh, some of the uh, alleged messages you just put out about you're saying some that somebody that sort of sounds like me. Do you do you regret said. anything you said about Gary in the past in light of this? No. Do you regret? I do not regret anything I said about that fucking gorilla. Just to, do you regret anything that you ever said about JD that you're going to go look for him? JD, I do not regret anything I said about right. that stuttering, stammering, four-eyed freak. No, I do not. And do, do you... Wait, so here's Gary. Go ahead, Gary. What do you want to say? I'm just trying to figure out why why the stuff you said about me is supposed to be funny to me. I know why it's funny to him, but why I'm just supposed to take it and act like it's like we're all bros. And I know we've been to lunch together, Michael, but you know I don't love it. And... um. And the other thing I want to ask you about is, like, you know, when we had Matthew Berry in the league and he said, hey, can you lay off of me because I can't do this stuff. It's hurting my, my, my career. And then you and I had a conversation during a commercial at the wrap-up show, and you said the same thing to me. Said, hey, you know, don't talk about this because it's going to hurt my lawsuit, and I respected it. But So how come, you, how come it doesn't go both ways for you? Good question. Wait, what do you – but a, what a, Gary, lawsuit, a lawsuit is, a lawsuit what is Gary one thing is saying, and we Michael, talk about it. No. Well, hold on, hold on, Michael. Are hurt? Uh, a, no, hold on. A lawsuit is one thing, but Matthew Berry said, you're hurting my career. And when you said to me, lay off because of the lawsuit, you said that what was going on was hurting your career. So you had no respect for Matthew Berry's career, but you wanted no, me to have yes, respect I for did. your career. That's, no, that's not true. That's not true about, about Matthew, and that's just not true. That's just not true. A hundred percent. Jason would we say differently. Him. I think. I think the. I think the league took on a, a a life of its own, and it was. It wasn't just me. There were other people in the league that were, were that were fucking with Matthew because it was funny and uh, you know it was part of the league. It wasn't just me. I'm not going to say. But you're you know, missing the point, Mike. Mike, you're missing the point. 
if you go to Gary and say, Gary, certain things are off limits on the air because it'll affect my career. When Matthew Barry came to you and said, hey, Mike, I work for Disney. I can't get into this shit. No, he said, you you turned to Gary and said, fuck Matt Barry. I'm going to fucking say whatever I want. Which is, you know, which is fair, but but you can't have it both ways. Let's ask the other people in the league if they recall specifically that. Because there's other people in the league. uh, Who's in the league? Who's in the league, Bowie? And also, just see, this is the fourth wall that I don't want to break with Bowie. There's Bowie and there's Gary Delabonte. I mean, we know this. What he doesn't see like it that way. With, well, that, that's that's because he's that's because he's confused and infected <laughs> animals. They walk around confused, so he's confused. <laughs> so what's going to happen now? Are you going to change your behavior at all as uh, because of what happened with uh, Kevin Durant, or are you going to you know are you banned to going to any Nets games? By the way. Well, no, that hasn't been. I mean, I don't think the NBA will be uh, giving. I've had things with the NBA since I brought a broom. Actually, in support of Kevin Durant and his Warriors, I've had things with the NBA since I brought a broom to game three of the NBA finals in, I think it was 2017. I was there actually doing work with the NBA. But as a fan, I brought a, brought a broom because I thought they were going to sweep the Cleveland Cavaliers. And Would that you didn't feel- go over well with. Would you feel uncomfortable going to a Nets game now? Because Kevin is going to be there, and his fans are going to be there, and it's going to be weird. No, if I you will if, still are go. you offering me courtside seats? Are you offering me courtside seats? I'm not offering you anything, but I know you do get. But courtside we'd like seats. to see that. <laughs> yeah, I'd like we'll to see you show up. No, collection. <laughs> yeah, but 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 there, there's not like an official ban and uh, from the NBA, but. I haven't been like for for years and years and years and years and years, like twenty years of 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 being an actor. Um, not just the Knicks, you know. Like if I was in Minnesota, yo, I could call a hookup from the NBA. But they told me you're, you're we can't do that. Like a friend of mine who works with them said we can't do that, and you know why? And that was because of the broom. So I, after that, you know, and because well, I do the stuff on the sports shows. You know, I, it's a little bit more liberating because I could be a, a, a more, um, I could be a more um, stricter analysis when I talk about basketball. Not that I go on there and act like I'm Marv Albert. I kind of like I'm going on a, the show today later on with Skip and Shannon, and and uh, you know I talk shit about basketball, say the Knicks this, Dolan that, the whole Charles Oakley thing. The Charles Oakley thing, just to be, I don't want to go down our sports rabbit hole. Defending Charles Oakley uh, about what happened at the Garden got me uh, my courtside seats at the garden taken away. Cause I said, uh-huh. Dolan was like a little gnome and he looks like a hobbit. And I don't know why uh, the owner of the Knicks, you know, uh, dyes his beard and such like that. <laughs> so, you know, people are going to accuse you, Mike, of being able to dish it out, but not take it. That's the problem oh, that you're going to run into. They say you can't. Right. They well, say you can. Right. I, I well, well he show. can take it, but and he'll take your DMs and he'll post them. Right. You're right, Michael. Do you, you, know, do you well, regret? No. Do, you, do you regret giving? You know, like those are private messages. So if somebody posted your private messages that were embarrassing to you and might get you in trouble with work, you'd be bummed, right? You'd be pissed off. I would be bummed, but they're not text messages. It's not a FaceTime call. Like I said, we're not friends, and like I said. 
I do it all the time. You've seen me do it. The other guys from the show have seen me do it. When you say crazy, when you if you threaten me, your shit's going on. There's stuff on my DMs from this week, this 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 week. But there's every week there is. You know, I get called, especially with the political stuff, which I never really discussed on the show. But after, like I was talking, you know, the anti-Trump stuff. You know, you K-word this, you N-word loving that. All sorts. Right. I've been putting them up for years. So at that moment. He was just a guy like, why are you hitting me on a Tuesday? You're going to spit on me? That's not trash talking. Do you Period. secretly love, Michael? You love attention and you and you love uh, mixing it up. Are you actually loving this or were you nervous over the weekend? No. Are, you lo- are you loving the attention? Uh, I'll be honest, Howard. You know, and like I said, you know, when I call on the show, when I talk on the show, it's, a, it's a, an exaggerated version of me. But I'll be totally ha- honest with you. This this is a, a learning experience for me. My wife, out of all out of all the people, this is probably the biggest uh, uh, sort of not fight. The biggest she's the most she's ever been mad at me, and that really bothered me. And like I said, you know, I don't mind attention, and at times I don't mind negative attention. But when it goes beyond disagreeing with what I'm saying or stuff on this show or just general. Just general sort of, you know, fun banter or even the politics, I don't like it. So, no, I don't like uh, uh, this sort of attention. Uh, My family doesn't like it. My mother didn't like it. And I do uh, regret it. But, you uh, you know, you talk a lot about living, learning, changing, and taking responsibility for things that you've done on the air, things that you do as performance. And for me, you know, I, you know, the character that I play when I call, uh, and talk about uh, having intimacy with Baba Bowie. That's not the person who uh, my wife lays down with. That's not who you speak to in real life. It's yeah, but an, by, it's the an, way, it's an by the way, by the way, if I can say something, I don't think that uh, Kevin Durant said anything really bad about your wife. I think she he said your wife doesn't look at you with you know your bitch ass or whatever it was like with right. any respect. She doesn't respect you, yeah. Right, she doesn't respect you. But he didn't say it, anything it, negative about that, your wife. It, it was, it was. It, there, there's, there's things that it was all encompassed. All encompassed. If you say to me on a random Tuesday, I can't wait to see you. I'm gonna spit in your face. We're not like I said. He was just a motherfucker in my DMs. It wasn't like oh. I'm scared of Kevin Durant. Out of all the professional athletes that I would not fight, he's probably the only one that I would fight. Not that I want to fight anybody. I'm 51 years old. Do you think Uh, you could beat up Kevin Durant? I'm just saying that I wasn't physically afraid of him or anybody. Like, I wasn't physically afraid of him. By the way, here's the exact quote. Your wife mad as fuck because you wasting that little bit of money on lawyers because you can't take a joke. Ha, ha, ha. Your wife doesn't respect your bitch ass. He didn't say anything bad about that, your wife. He did. Don't mention my wife. Period. Wow. If I, well, if who I knows the that story, there's if, the line? Well, well, hold on a second. I want to ask you a question. So, well, you, hold on, Michael. Wait, wait, you hold say, on. You so don't mention your wife. Wait, hold on. You guys hold said on, bro hold code. On. That's bro well, code. Listen to Gary. Listen to Gary. Go ahead. So, so when you say, I, you know, I guess you're talking to Bowie, not to Gary, and you say, I don't know how that woman fucks that gorilla and lets that gorilla fucking come inside her or whatever, that's just us being pals? <laughs> I don't think I ever said that. 
Listen, Gorilla, if you if you're trying to, uh, if you're Mike, trying to Mike, wait a second. Come 